Good afternoon, everybody. This is the Matt Townsend Show. Welcome to the show, everybody. Today is a great day. It's a great day because uh, we just had a our our Christmas party. Uh, had a little celebration, a little celebration. Got to see the stressless faces of my team who are taking their finals here at Brigham Young University. And we're happy, we're healthy. And now they've all got the yawns because uh, we fed them full we're, of meat. We're full. You're we, full. Uh, we are satiated. You are, you done satiated yourself. Um, that is, okay, did the, did the party stress you out? Oh, it stressed me out because they didn't give me uh, a big bag to carry the food in. Yeah. And they didn't give me like a drink carrier. So I just had to sort of juggle all yeah. the stuff. And you called- see just the logistics of, of the party, which you were in charge of. You had to chase it down. That stressed you out. And, and also the person who did the ordering was like, hey, could you give me the order? So I was like, hey, I'm in a final. Could you not yeah. talk to me right now? That person was my assistant who was kept calling Bryce saying, what are the orders? What are the orders? What are the orders? Are the orders? Um, and you were taking a test. And so I was like, this is the last test I have to take for college. Could we chill? Two seconds. Can we chill? See, what we wanted to do was give you a taste of what corporate America feel like feels like. There you have it. Well, then I am staying in nonprofit. <laughs> you need to just stay in school. I like the pace of nonprofit. Yeah. Well, no, you're going to have to start running. This is it. Our own Bryce James Tobin will be moving on as of tomorrow is his last day. And he, uh, so again, one eight five five chat byu if you've got a job, any type of employment. He's got a very strong back. He loves to lift and uh, used to be a lifeguard. Yep. I and can swim. He's a swimmer. Can, He's a, he can dive. He's a I diver. Can, I can teach your offspring to swim. He knows a lot about psychology. He has a degree in psychology and um, wears a shirt with a panda on it. Yep. So he obviously loves animals. Multi, multifaceted uh, series of talents. And he needs a job. Well, I need a paycheck. I don't know. I don't actually. If I could avoid work, <laughs> okay, that'd be well, great. Okay, let's get there. That, talk but... about de-stressing. If anybody has a job or just not even a job, uh, if anyone wants to give money away. And call it an <laughs> occupation. Give us a call. one eight five five chat byu um, Let's go to our own Sky Boy, who, again, Sky will no longer be with us after tomorrow. We're losing him. He's going to uh, venture out into um, – he has an opportunity here on campus. With the petting zoo. With the petting zoo. Again, he's in charge of all musical numbers and creating an ambiance at the zoo. And the goats. I take care of the Billy Goats, Gruff. And that's right. Yeah. You're weird. In a good way. Do you, um, were you happy about today's meal, or today's party? Yes. I was very happy. Did except, you notice? Except the beans. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't really enjoy the beans as much as I would have if they were pork and beans, which I, is what I usually expect with barbecue. But yeah. it was still a good meal. See, it's hard because, again, uh, I brought you food. Bryce brought the food. Okay, let's, you paid for I, let's take the R out of that. I bought you food <laughs> okay. that Bryce Dunn brought, and you complained about the beans. But I love you. Whatever. I loved every other facet of the meal. Did you? Yeah. Plus, we had our old uh, producer in as well, Robert Sanders, Colonel Rob Sanders, who is doing other wonderful projects here at Brigham Young University. You know what? He provided us with some startling factoids. Yes, he did. In fact, uh, here's the great latest data. The Matt Townsend Show has, has to, as of today, after today's show, we will have aired 317 episodes of The Matt Townsend Show, 461 hours of pure delight and excitement. 
And for that, we apologize profusely. Yes. We are so sorry. Why hasn't anyone stopped us? I know. You know what? It's almost like either they're not listening or... Or, or maybe they like it. Maybe they only... Maybe they bought a Sirius XM package, which only has like five channels. And one of them was a free university channel. <laughs> they lost the lottery and they got this one as one of their five channels. Yeah. And then maybe it's like broken stuck. and stuck on this channel. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> may, yeah. maybe they are not supposed to be receiving Sirius XM or they'd complain, but... Bootleg Matt Townsend yeah, It's show. bootlegged. <laughs> I don't like to think of I don't like to think of it that they don't want to listen and they have to listen. I like it that there's probably millions of people that love us and that's why we're still in the air. And they're probably getting incredible numbers of emails and calls. I doubt it, but you know what? That could stress a normal person. It doesn't stress me. I don't know. How many hours? Four hundred and four hundred and sixty one hours of again, Ooh. pure delight. Ooh. Now, today is the last day. That Merritt Meekham will be um, producing this semester. She'll be back in January, of course. Somebody has to think straight on the show. She's what we call uh, our um, our guardian, our custodial parent on the show. She makes sure we do everything legal, ethical, and moral. She kind of just does the show. <laughs> yeah. And so you're going home today. I am going home for you, the holidays. You, I have never seen you more relaxed Really? <laughs> you still have one more final? I have one more final. It's not really a final, though. It's a presentation. Okay. Whatever. And present. You're just going to present your presentation, then you're done. Yes. Then I am done, and I will be driving away. Are you going to miss Are you gonna miss these boys? Yeah, I'm going to miss. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I no. feel like my right arm is going to be, like, hacked off really? in a kind of violent way. Ouch. I was actually wondering why you're driving away. Are you going to cackle a little? As you maybe leave the state boundaries. <laughs> as I leave the state boundaries, yes. There's always a party. It includes honking over the state line and <laughs> <like, laughs> countdown. You can't get me now. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be a great mom someday. Every time you cross the state line, you got to honk. Oh, yeah. Get a picture. Everybody get no, out. No, it's an important thing. Is it? Yeah. But you're going to Idaho again. Um, warmth. <laughs> Completely. Love. You know, well, home. this time of year, we call it a winter wonderland. It is. It's, it's definitely a euphemism. Yeah. But it's because you wonder what's so far yeah. below all that snow. <laughs> really, yeah. Maybe it's no, ground. Maybe it's grass. Maybe, maybe it's a river. It's I don't know. Things. See, yeah. but look what you guys are noticing. That's stress-free. You're just going home to family. I'm going home. My mom is going to cook food for me. Yeah. You hang out with my siblings. You'll just cool. veg for two weeks. Yeah. I plan on like reading novels. You're the reader. She's a reader. It's going to be so great. Sky's going to probably go read um, Spark Notes. Is that they call he them? has the Harry Potter plans. I thought we. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, spark notes of Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, Bryce, so you'll be spark noting Harry Potter, even though you've seen all the movies. Uh, Bryce will be looking for a J-O-B. Well, I'm going to go on Christmas vacation. I don't know how much job looking I'll be okay. doing. Wow. You guys have a very stress-free life now. Uh, no, hold on. Not you. Yours is We will in a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, tomorrow's going to stress you out. No, tomorrow, not me. Why would I be stressed out? Well, because when Merritt leaves, don't you step up? Oh, I've been doing this a while. Remember 460 yeah, hours? Right. Yeah, I, you've been here on every one of those. I, after about, I don't know, 250. It's not that it gets easy. <laughs> Is that easy. when you gave up? It was about 250 no, when you No, were no, like, no. It, it was whatever. about 250 where I was like, all right, I think I got this. I don't get it. Maybe I. Maybe it's just we all, maybe we're growing up. Maybe when you grow up, you get you feel less stress. Nope, or, nope, nope. But see, I think then again, the holidays bring a whole different kind of stress. 
Our own Merit uh, Meekham has been doing some research. Apparently, people are stressed during the holiday. Yeah. Give me the data. Okay. Um, nearly a quarter of Americans reported feeling that they were under extreme stress. 25% like of Americans. Extreme. extreme. Yeah. Okay. During the holidays. So. Yes. That's there extreme, not just stressed. It's extreme stress. Extreme stress. stress. Does that warrant an explosion? Yes. Wow. Let it simmer. Let it simmer. Okay. That's the that kind of stress they're experiencing. Yeah. That's Explosive extreme stress. stress. Get one ready for the next one. Am I, am I supposed to say extreme again? <laughs> I don't know. No. No. Um, so about 69% of people in this poll, which was done by the American Psychological Association. So By the way, that's legit, a bunch you know. of stressed people. <laughs> really, though. Not anyway, rude. so in their poll, 69% of people were feeling stressed by the fact that they did not have enough time over the okay. holidays. So time's a stressor. Time is a stressor. I mean, really, it's only two weeks. What's There's the only so deal? much to get done. Yeah. I know. But there's like, well, especially I watched my parents trying to like negotiate, like, which friends do you visit over the holidays? Which people do you invite to the party? You know what? The holidays, if there were no people. (laughs) Really, though? Children, if there were no other humans, the holidays would be very relaxing. Well, if you could just like, if it, there was one year for Christmas that we got snowed in. Like three Mm, feet. Yeah, because you can't leave. Anyway, so we're totally stuck. And we didn't leave the home for like three days. It was awesome. Like, yeah, I mean, if only you, you could have like, have, like a disaster out, but... or some nat- something that <laughs> some natural occurrence that would keep you from having to leave your home. Hopefully, a not too lethal one. Yeah, you don't want. Yeah. Yeah, no you just want the past to get snowed in, and then now some stuck. people would still be stressed about that. I don't know. It means if you want to get somewhere, you got to ski. That's cool. <laughs> That's true. I can do that. I would be. I would love being snowed in. I remember snow days. When mm-hmm. I was a kid, and I wouldn't have to go to school, I would pray for snow days. In Idaho, we don't get snow days because it snows so much that. Yeah, you, but like, but if it snows like four feet, oh, well, there's yeah. your day. But that doesn't happen as often. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah. But see, it actually but probably in Idaho. It what you blows. get yeah. is either wind blowing, so you get really bad drifting. Right. But even more common than that is the it's negative twenty five degrees outside, <laughs> so you can't get the school buses to start. Yes, and that's why you're snow out of bus school. days. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Those, uh, those old, old yeah. diesel engines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just cannot handle. See, that's that's how it works in Idaho, huh? Because um, Wyoming gets the snow, and then it just blows into Idaho. So you just Basically, really are yes. – you're just getting Wyoming snow. Yeah. Hmm. That's too bad for you. <laughs> I'm staying home for the holidays. It'll probably snow a little bit. I've got boys to shovel. Boys to shovel, not boys who will be shoveling. Nope. I have boys to shovel. Boys are going to be coming in your house, and you're going to take a shovel, you're going to hit them until they're gone. Well, we sh- that's how we do it. How do, you, how do you think I get them to shovel? Exactly. You get the shovel. They're going to shovel. I'm going to sit inside, not read, not watch videos. I'm going to sleep. You're going to find it. No, you're going to find a new show to watch. I'm looking for a new show to watch and exercise. I'm exercising now because I've got a cruise coming up. I'm trying to get in cruise shape. Oh. A cruise in January. So I've got to, you know, trying to get into my old high school pants. <laughs> <laughs> you always hear, like, ladies say that. I want to wear the same dress I wore in, at my wedding. Like, Me too. Um, didn't look that great then. have forever altered yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time you guys come back from the holidays, you two won't be here. You're going to be. I'll be. I'll be slim. Chiseled. Chiseled, tan, tan. 
Uh, I will have had my facelift and uh, implants. Boom. <laughs> One awesome-looking guy. Stress-free. Um, any other stats about stress? Because it, you know, it's not going away. Yeah. Um, same poll. Sixty-nine percent were stressed because they had a lack of money. Mm. Apparently, over the holidays. I feel that. I've got that. Yeah. Huh? No kidding. I, for the first time in my life, I actually finished a sack. What is it? A bag of potatoes. Sack of potatoes. Sack of potatoes. That's what it is. That's how much money I don't have. That's, yeah, that sounds. I mean, you, usually I get. I lived one. on potatoes for about a month. This well, you're from Idaho. <laughs> sack of potatoes. I bought a ten pound bag, and I was like, you know, it's what? It's two dollars. Maybe I'll get to it. Normally, That's, I'll buy that. I'll yeah. use four, and then I'll throw it away. Nope. Used them all. But see, that shows evolution because when you were a freshman in college, it would have been a sack of Top Ramen. Oh, yes. And now you've, you're actually- a, a crate, actually. A crate of Top Ramen. You would have gone into a sodium coma. Yeah. Been twitching. So now you're making a big Potatoes. potato here and there. Good boy. <laughs> Finances, time. And then the last one is that 51% felt stressed over the pressure to give or get gifts. So it's really? not only giving gifts that give. Makes Someone's stressed about stress. getting it's a gift. Getting gifts, as in like I need to be getting more, or well, like that's I was all you got to think me. About this. So yeah, like is it being a jerk or being needy? <laughs> okay, well think about it this way. Say your great aunt Lucy has spent twenty hours knitting you a sweater that you will not be caught dead in. That's kind of stressful. Oh, have to, you I get know. that. No, I yeah. get that. That's not stressful. Stress is losing an arm. Yeah. Non-stressful. That's, that's getting only... the sweater from Aunt Lucy. You'll never see her again. You only have to wear it <laughs> in one picture, her. send her the picture, and then give it to the Goodwill. Okay. Well, what if it's your- Is that rude? Girlfriend. Aunt Lucy's my girlfriend? No. What if I your girlfriend a... made you the ugly sweater? No. I, I read a story on the internet the other day. A guy dating this girl. They get She makes him a sweater for Christmas, and he thought it was all right. It was cool. He was fine with it. Uh, two years later, they had broken up. He goes to an ugly sweater party. He decides, oh, I don't really have an ugly sweater. I'll just wear that sweater. And then his ex-girlfriend shows up to the party. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's sad when the sweater you've been knitting for hours becomes the ugly sweater. And then sweater. what do you say What do you say to your ex? No, I just yeah. not. Okay. I. Mm. That's stressful. How about just the idea that, oh, somebody gives you a present and you don't have one for them? That always is awkward. Uh, that would bother. Then you always You're just like, give them the hey, we'll, eh. we'll be dropping one by your house. Yeah, and then you don't. <laughs> and, you never and that's when you give them the sweater. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like, I don't know. This is probably just me and my foodie snobbishness. But like, you're at, say you're at like a holiday party and someone brings a plate of cookies that are like nasty. Not good. Yeah. yeah, nasty cookies. Like, Thanks for yeah. these cookies that I won't be eating. No, that's where you say you. Uh, sorry, I'm on a gluten diet. Ah. And then they're like, go. oh, but they're gluten-free. You're like, <laughs> you're like, I am hosed. I'm on a gluten diet. No, I only not, eat gluten. <laughs> not, not, only, not only do I have to eat them, I'm going to be the only one who gets exactly. to eat them. <laughs> you know what? It's just sad because this is the season of joy. It's like we don't know how to handle being nice to people and people being nice to us. It's like humanity as a whole. Is like, did like, you hear how sad that is? It was like, we don't know how to be nice. That's what my mom used to tell me. You don't know how to be nice. <laughs> she drove me crazy. Yeah, you never learned. This guy's shaking his head. Um, that is stressful. So notice the money, uh, time. They're, these are kind of finite resources. You know, they, we, you know, they're set. You've only got so much time to have so many parties. 
You only got so much money to pay for all of this. What do you do when you've got too many parties and they're all good and it's too hard to choose? So you get stressed because, man, I'm loved and people love me so much. Then you fly to Hawaii for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Mm. Abandon ship. That's what it's called. <laughs> then you get, or out, get you, out of Dodge. Well, but see, if that happens, one of your children will get ill. So you're not going to the parties. Yeah, anymore. one of my kids. If it's, uh, if it's that ideal... Someone's going to get the stomach flu, and that's what you're going to be doing. But well, that's pretty real, too, right? Because around oh, the holidays, definitely. getting sick, I, I get sick every holiday. Definitely. I'll, I'll be sick. It's like the minute you slow down mm-hmm. all of the little germs yeah. everywhere. Like My wife gets ooh. migraines a lot of times on Christmas Day. That's ooh. a bit weird. Because the stress of getting to Christmas Day, I think, blows a vessel in her brain. Wow. Maybe it's not a migraine. <laughs> Maybe it's just an aneurysm. <laughs> an aneurysm. You should probably go <laughs> hey, see a holiday aneurysm. <laughs> How's your aneurysm? Happy holidays. Um, We're talking stress today. Are you a stress case? How can we simplify? We've got a wonderful guest today, a therapist that's going to give us a bunch of tools to de-stress, rules, ideas, you know, things maybe you can get rid of. And uh, this is a great time to do it. Start planning, start preparing, simplifying for the holidays. We'll be right back. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on BYU Radio. Welcome back, friends, to the Matt Townsend Show. Um, today we're talking about simplifying the holidays. You know, a bunch of little rules and tools to help you get through the season. Uh, over the weeks, we've been talking about anxiety, how to handle your anxiety, how to kind of talk yourself down. Uh, yesterday, we talked a lot about grief and managing the grief from Christmas past and, and how to handle that. Today, more about stress, you know, time management kind of stuff, just tools. It's like making it tips. making it to the 26th. Yeah. If you could just make it to the 26th. And even celebrate. Wouldn't that be weird if you actually <laughs> in, enjoyed the holiday and celebrated it? If you just even just enjoy <laughs> a little bit of it, survive to the 26th, yeah. success. No one needs to die. Relax. So our own Bryce James Tobin, award-winning, soon-to-be unemployed. <laughs> uh, journalist. Um, you're, you're like, accolades, accolades. accolades. Uh, reality. Reality. Mm. By the way, looking for a job, one eight five five chat byu If you've got a job for Bryce James Tobin, uh, not even a job. Just if you've got cash flow that you'd like him to have, he's up for it. I accept PayPal. Um, <laughs> so you've done a little rant. What uh, what are we talking about in your rant today? People get worried about doing Christmas the right way, and I have a feeling what they think is the right way might be a bit of an illusion, a nice capitalist illusion. Hmm. Look, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but I'm about to rant. This is The Bryce is Right. Isn't it nice to get together for a traditional Christmas Hanukkah-mas? You know, the wonderful traditions like getting together around the scraggly-looking Christmas tree that you went up to the mountains to cut down. Oh, wait, you didn't do that? What's that? Most of us don't live anywhere near pine trees and it's really not feasible? Well, just like the pilgrims, you can go to the local grocery store and pick up a full and lush, healthy-looking tree that was grown on a farm. Or you could even do it like the olden days and have your plastic tree shipped from China. With lights preloaded, of course. While 9 out of 10 gifts laid 
underneath the tree were on a cargo ship leaving Beihai Port just a month ago. Wrapping paper also falls into this category. You've got a nice nativity set there. Turn it over. It'll say made in China. What about your Christmas dinner? What plates do you get out? Why you get out the fine china? Now, I'm not actually sure if this is made in China, but the name is there, so it's kind of like China's taking credit for it anyway. Not into Christmas trees? Well, you can order your menorah from, you guessed it, the very productive country of China. And then you can light the candles in the traditional manner with your butane cigarette lighter that you bought in a three-pack at the gas station, also made in China. Maybe you'll go a little over the top and get one of those longer grill lighters. You don't want to burn your fingers. Or if you really want to go old school, you could use some wooden matches. And if you're sick of doing things like grandma by dipping strings and paraffin wax over and over again to make candles for your menorah, and aren't we all, you could buy the classic electric menorah, also shipped from China. You'll feel in touch with your heritage every time you turn on one of those plastic light bulbs with a reverent 90-degree twist. Or what if Kwanzaa is more your style? Well, I did find an entire Kwanzaa set that was made in Ghana. Upon further investigation, the set is only assembled in Ghana. All the pieces, the chalice, stand, mat, candles, and assorted decorations were all made in China. Ah, so close! So, does anyone else see it? Because I'm trying to point out how, number one, the methods of these traditions aren't very consistent. The meaning behind them seems to stay the same, but that doesn't seem to be what gets the most attention. And second, it seems like many of these traditions are somehow being monetized. So as far as I can tell, the only consistent Christmas tradition is letting China cash in on our traditions. And they don't even celebrate Christmas. Or do they? Well played, China. Well played. All right, I'm out. And remember, don't forget to be awesome. Well, that's a great point. What are we stressed about? I don't know, like... What, China's not getting enough done for us? <laughs> they're, uh, they're weird, like... In between, not quite slave labor, but not quite, you yeah. know, um, fair they're, they're labor. Just, they stretch the labor rules. Yeah. Um, why but are we worried about it? It used to be you would have to whittle a piece of wood. Is that the word? Whittle, whittle yeah. a piece of wood into a flute and give it to little brother Timmy. Sure. Now, Walmart. Amazon. Amazon.com. I think I bought every buy single. Buy a Chinese flute whittled by some guy in China. Using a machine, and he made 400 that day. Yeah. Over the course of his 18-hour shift. And you're stressed because you had to go to Walmart. You lazy bum. (laughs) (laughs) You spoiled Americans. It's really, it's fascinating. You don't even have to get out of your car. You don't even have to get, you could could shop in your parking lot of your house or of your uh, work and just order everything. And then by the time you're home, you're done shopping. No, seriously, I got my sister, my friends, and uh, my nieces and nephews all on Amazon. Man. You know... I almost had to think about what gifts to get. Almost. Well, someday, you won't need to. Because there will be like a genie that will know what your people like, and then they will just tell you what to buy them. Well, there's already the Amazon wish list, Mm -hmm. so I'm sure other services... We'll provide something equivalent to that. And so I don't even have to actually talk to them. Yeah, what is our problem? We're stressed. We're stre- What are we stressed about? Really, what are we stressed about? Oh, we need to make it a traditional such and such. Yeah, well, everything you're using is coming from China, and most of your problems don't actually matter. Right. Fascinating. There was a huge fiasco, um, and you've heard it in the news, and I'm not going to get into it, except for the fact that they're trying to decide, so was Santa Claus black or was Santa Claus white? But you've solved it. I've solved it. He is Asian. He is a Chinese person. Yep. 
named Walmart. Maybe maybe he's Taiwanese, but if we want to get super technical, yeah. the the source is still China. Well, there you have it. No need to be stressed. If It's funny. Again, you're not having to make these things. You are having to pay for them. That's where a lot of the stress comes. And then the time, because now they have to work longer to pay for it. So we're going to bring in an expert. We're going to take a break. Come back. Linda Walter is going to be joining us. 25 years of experience as a clinician and a social worker. She's a therapist. She's going to tune us in and give us some skills about uh, de-stressing, especially around the holiday season. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be right back to de-stress you right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show, our holiday de-stress program. We're going to run you through a wonderful meditation process to help you center yourself. Now, in through your nose, out through your mouth. Deep breaths. One. Maybe not. Okay. We're going to de-stress you, though, another way. Uh... Everyone's feeling a little bit of stress about time around the holidays, the money, the family, the, all the things you got to get done. Today on the show, we've asked Linda Walter to join us. Uh, she has over 25 years of experience as a clinician, master's degree in social work from the University of Maryland, and has been in private practice for over 25 years, also supervises other therapists. She's a trainer in strategic therapy and author of the of uh, the book Tips from a Therapist series, blogger on psychology today, as well as uh, just has tons of information on her website. Go check out her website, lindawaltercounseling.com. She's going to give us the tools, the tips to make it through the holiday season. Linda, welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. Thank you, Matt. Well, your little meditation certainly distressed me. Did it help? That was great. In through your nose, out through your mouth. There you go. You know, I've been doing meditation uh, for the first time, I mean, I do meditation, like, you know, scripture reading or whatever. But what I tried was an actually, an actual, what's it called? Facilitated meditation process. Uh-huh. And it makes me, I fall asleep every time. And I don't know that that's meditation. But I am de-stressed like crazy. There you go. Then it worked. Hey, rule, don't do it while you're driving. <laughs> Because I do that all the time as well. So, Linda, you have got a bunch of tips for us. I mean, holidays are stressful. And as we kind of have gone through this over the last week, life's stressful anyway. It seems like holidays become more of a a magnifier of the stress. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that our media presents such a perfect package Uh, that everybody's going to be just laughing and joyful and we're going to be so thrilled to see all of our family and friends and go to these holiday gatherings. And the expectations are so great. If you think about it, you know, when do things ever turn out the way we expect? Never, quite honestly. Exactly. So if your expectations are really high, then you're likely to be disappointed. So some of this is about the management of expectation. If I expect something and I don't get that delivered, that gap is causes stress or pain or sadness. That's where the pain is, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. And for those people that don't live close to family, 
a lot of them feel isolated or feel lonely if they can't get to their family. Uh, another thing that causes stress is if a family member has passed away yeah. or there's a family member that's no longer part of the family through divorce. You know, sometimes people tend to focus on the loss and they end up feeling more sadness about the relationship that doesn't exist anymore rather than feeling joy. Right. That I, I didn't. The divorce is a big thing, yeah. Be, because we don't and we don't talk about that. But all of a sudden, you're, as a child, you're you're going to end up experiencing one parent at an event and another parent at another event, but not together anymore. That's that is stressful. And for parents too to think that you're putting your child through that that could be stressful as well. That you're putting a child through that, or that your child's not going to be with you on the day that's most important to you, yeah, that, that causes people a lot of stress and a lot of guilt. Yeah. What, uh, what do you, what's the deal, do you think? What is it about, uh, you know, family patterns, family units that, I mean, it seems like they really kind of, maybe it's because they've never been closed, but it seems like a lot of these problems have never been dealt with during the holidays. Is that what happens? And then they just kind of come back in uglier ways? Yes, I think they they haven't been dealt with. And, you know, I, I think most of us, when you get back in with your family, the old childhood patterns repeat themselves. Uh-huh. So but, if you're the yeah. one that always wanted your mom's love, you may look at your mom talking to one of your siblings and one of your cousins and wondering why is she spending so much time with them. Yeah. And you may worry that... She's going to neglect your child, and so you become hypervigilant, looking to make sure that your child is getting enough attention. Right. If you're the scapegoat, you you know your your siblings might put you back in that role. We just all we revert. Yeah. Back to our childhood patterns. Well, and to the role, right, of of mother daughter, instead of kind of peers, all of a sudden you take the role of maybe. You know the um, the irritated child that ignores everybody, and she takes the role of the demanding mother. It, you just go back to the actual role exactly. play pattern, right? Somebody, a mother who you've had lunch with, you go shopping with, yeah, see movies with. All of a sudden, at the holidays, when the siblings siblings are all around, becomes mommy again, yeah. and you want mommy's love and attention. Well, and how weird too when you show up. So if you're an out of towner. And everyone else lives in town and you show up and you see, wow, everyone's got – and mom knows so much about their kids and mom goes to all of their games and mom hasn't even seen one of my kids' games. And she could easily drive to Portland. I mean Portland's not that far from Salt Lake. I mean it creates this this kind of needy, I want – hey, what about me mentality? Right. And jealousies come up. Absolutely. Uh, and you know, And also you might feel left out. Yeah. They all have been a part of their lives, each other's lives, during the year, and you've just come in and out sporadically, and your children don't have as close a relationship with their cousins as the others might have. And then there's that one moment where you're sitting there, you have a little whatever on your cheek, and your mom licks her finger and wipes your cheek clean, and you are like, no way, and off you go. And then the whole season's ruined. There you go. I'm not a kid. So um, this, all this stress, however we got there, lack of time, lack of money, family issues, um, I guess it's normal? Absolutely. It's so perfectly normal. And I think if we all went out and we polled, most people out there, if they're honest, they will say yes. 
they feel stressed. There's just, there's so much to do. We're running around shopping, we're getting our house ready, or we're planning a trip to see other people, we're worrying about what you're going to wear. <laughs> That's the big thing. Will I be dressed appropriately? Will my children be dressed appropriately? Will my spouse say the right thing, the wrong thing? <laughs> Will he or she embarrass me? Will he talk at all? Exactly. Will he just sit there like a lump? Playing on his phone. I heard that today in my practice, listening to a couple. All he does is sit there like a lump, listening or playing on his phone. There you go. And the kids, you know, I have a teenager. What do they do? They sit on their phones the whole time. (laughs) Do you remember when you used to be in the car and you'd like, keep it down back there, and you'd tell your kids to be quiet. Now you can't even get them talking. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Times are changing. Yeah, so much so, and maybe not for the good. Does it, um, and then let's go back to your expectation idea, because we have all this anticipation, this expectation, all the great fun, excitement. To me, that seems like something that you you would normally expect. When I was eight, I had a ton of really high expectations around the holidays. Like, I'm going to, ah, Santa's going to nail it. I I didn't know Santa. We just found out he's from China. Um, (laughs) Yes. Apparently he runs everything now, and I didn't know that. And so um, maybe some of this is just kind of the naive, basic, you know, joy that we felt as a kid, and then it hits the reality of life. Um, and so, so talk about that a little bit, just about that gap. And are there, I mean, are there things you can do to lower the gap of my expectation and reality? Well, I, I think it's just what you, you know, uh, the expectations are often not based on reality. So when you're naive, what do you expect? You really don't expect anything. Yeah. Just you know, remember last year. Present. Yeah. Yeah. You know, kids, very often they'll open up gifts and they're more interested in the wrapping paper right. or the boxes because their expectations are so low. And when, you know, when I expect you to to put on the perfect holiday gathering and that I am going to, people are going to lavish me with attention, that's not going to happen. Mm -mm. So really what you want to do is walk into a situation and know that whatever happens, happens, that you can handle it, that you have people there who you can rely on and who support you and that they will be there for you if you need them. And, And sometimes it's important... You know, to say to your spouse or or to say to your kids, give me a signal if you need me to rescue you. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm going to give you a signal. Like a safe I'm word. I'm feeling sad. Yeah. yeah. I'll keep so going. So that we don't, we don't expect what we see in the movies. Right. That just doesn't happen. I guess, too, you don't want to. So it's kind of like don't have too high of expectations. But you also probably don't want to have this really low expectation. Hey, look, you know, if nobody dies, this is a great Christmas. <laughs> too low, too low uh, seems like another problem, right? I mean, it's, you, you don't want to be Eeyore at the Christmas no. party. If you think just what are, what's the holiday really about? It's about family. It's about being with people that you love, that love you. It's about giving. That's what it's about. It's not about the food, it's not about the drink, it's not about the gifts that people give you. It's really about family and giving. Yeah. I like and that. How, how could we go wrong if that's what we expect? 
Well, but then you got to give the right gift because then Stacy will get mad. And you know how when Stacy gets mad, last we didn't talk four years after last gift I gave Stacy. But then there's the history, huh? We get into that looping storytelling and a lot of it too. Maybe we just we never get to clear this stuff out. We don't. We're, maybe we're not. We're not very good at clearing a lot of this out, flushing it. Yeah, and whatever happened to it's the thought that counts. Yeah. Oh, what? Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, I heard you mentioning that Amazon has a gift list. I heard on this morning on the news this morning that Toys R Us has a children's gift list. Mm-hmm. So it's almost impossible <laughs> to go wrong these days, except that there's no creativity on your part. Yeah, you're not you're not doing your share. Maybe that's where this energy comes from, is because we we aren't we aren't. So yeah. I have a little guilt inside that I like I don't honestly know what my wife has bought for presents and i probably won't find out for a while i'll know i mean i'm not gonna not know i'll usually know when they're opening them i'll be like whoa that's expensive did we buy him that but if i'm not involved i will have a little weird i'll have some guilt about it i should be serving yeah and and yet the presents are for both of you yeah yeah I remember oh. one year when my husband was out of work, I gave my son a couple of gift certificates to being able to stay up late, being able to pick the movie of his choice that we'll go to, and because that's what, that's what we had. Yeah. And, you know, he might have been a little disappointed, but when he got to spend extra time with his parents, I think he was thrilled. Yeah, that's, not, that's a great gift. What uh, it seems like if time's such a big deal, and um, you know, and we can't go make time, so we can just organize ours better. What uh, what are some ways we could cut back during the holidays? I I think we have to think about what's really doable. Now is not the time to try to be super person. Right now, it is okay to say no to invitations. You don't have to go to a party every night. You don't have to bake cookies or pies for yet another bake sale. You don't have to continue. Sh- you know, I hear so many people. In fact, I just saw somebody the other day who said, I know I got everybody, everything that they wanted, but I better go. There's more days to shop, so I better go shopping and get even more. Oh, man. Just somehow the, the sense is you got to do more, 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 put more in your plate. And that's just so stressful. Oh, yeah. Okay to say no. You know, people forget that the holiday is also about them. Yeah. it's You can give yourself a present just by not being burnt out and enjoy the holidays. That might exactly. make everybody's holiday better. Exactly. I mean, I, I think the perfect example is, you know how when you fly on a plane and the airline attendant, uh, the flight attendant tells you about the, um, the um, oxygen mask? And they say, when the oxygen mask falls, put yours on first before you assist your child. And the natural inclination is to think, no way, I'm going to help my child. But how are you going to help your child if you can't breathe yourself? Right. So if you take care of you, you become a better, calmer caretaker to others. Love it. And then you'll have the energy to manage your stress, recognize your stress. We um, we are talking as we speak with Linda Walter. She is uh, a counselor, social worker. She's giving us the tips to a, uh, a less stressful holiday season. 
When we come back, she's going to start giving us the how-tos, the what-to-dos, the tips for surviving, maybe even celebrating the holiday season. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Uh, today we're talking about uh, holiday de-stressing. How do you uh, cut back, simplify? What are some very obvious things you should be doing, thinking, anticipating that might make the holiday season a little less stressful? Um, our guest today is Linda Walter, and she is um, a, cons- uh, a counselor, psychotherapist. She's been doing this for 25 years, and she's put together a uh, a pretty strong um, focus on you know strategic therapy. She trains strategic therapy. She's author of the Tips from a Therapist series and a blogger on psychology today. Go check out her web- website, lindawaltercounseling.com. And today what she's trying to teach us is how to de-stress. What are some practical tips to uh, improve, to maybe make your holiday uh, something you really want to celebrate instead of something you're just trying to survive through? So welcome back, Linda, to the program. Thank you. You bet. Okay, let's get into some of your tips. Uh, tips for surviving the holidays. Uh, go. Where, where, do you, where do we begin? So... The first one, which I think is really important, is to try to keep your regular routine. And what I mean by that is, you know, changes in routine by themselves can lead to stress. Right. So if you exercise, continue to exercise and try to do it. If you go to a class, try to do the same class. Just try to keep it at your regular time. If you exercise with a friend, that's even better. Yeah. Keep it up. Because you'll look forward to seeing that person, you'll have you know have something to look forward to. Um, you'll have someone to vent to. You'll ha- you'll still have your outlet. You'll still exactly. you'll still get a serotonin push or whatever from the exercise. It's, yes, it's such a great antidepressant and stress reliever. Yeah, that's. I mean, yes. it's funny because we do we stop doing the routine, and yet we're creatures of routine, and then we wonder yes. why why do we always get sick around the holidays? Exactly. And we, and we eat too much, and we change our diet. And people don't realize that changing in diet and eating foods or drinking like you don't normally drink can right. also not only lead to digestive problems, but it could lead to changes in sleeping patterns. So mm. all of a sudden you find yourself not sleeping because you, you have a stomach ache or you've eaten too much. Yeah, and on all the kids, you're all staying up later, you're getting up later, blah. Exactly. You're eating later. Interesting. It's funny. It's because we're a system, right? Uh, Humans are systems. So the minute you alter the system, you're going to alter the outcome. Right. And I don't think you have to be, you know, so so rigid with keeping the routine, but try to keep it as much as possible, especially on days when you're home or days when you're not going out. Just try to keep it you know, so that you're used to it and you can expect it. Well, yeah. And especially if you know you need sleep, keep your sleep routine. Absolutely. If you know that your diet makes a big difference because if you start gaining weight, you're less happy about yourself or whatever. So so really, maybe it is as customized. You can be rigid in what you know you need 
and more flexible in what doesn't matter. Exactly. Love that. Great way to say it. Exactly. Cool. So keep your regular routine. Rule number one. Tip number one. What's another one? Think moderation. Yes. While the holidays are really good excuses to overeat (laughs) and overdrink, remember that if you drink too much, it only eases the pain for a little bit. That's right. And then it increases other pain later. Exactly. Yeah. And that's true, huh? Think moderation, too. Like when they bring the cookies around, you're used to saying, I better take two or three because you never know. Um, Now it's just just one. You know the cookies will be back. Other things will be back. One cookie. Exactly. And and you don't have to have them just on Christmas. No. If you really like them, have one or two tonight and make them again next month. Yeah. Yeah. You can freeze them. You you can do this anytime. No, that's our Christmas recipe. It only comes out of the vault at Christmas time. That's sad. We are such funny creatures, aren't we? Because we have that one food that we only eat on Christmas. Right, exactly. And and you're like, what, is this like, we we can't make this any other day? Yeah, so I better eat as much as I can now. (laughs) And then we're always amazed after we're bloated, huh? And we're just full of food and sick. And we just, oh, I'm so mad. And then your children are up because they can't sleep. (laughs) Exactly. Ah, the holidays. Yeah. And drinking is something, especially if people have a problem with it, really think moderation. Yeah. Blue drinks, if you feel left out because you don't have a fancy wine glass, put seltzer in a wine glass. Yeah. Or put some soda in a wine glass. You don't have to just, you know, fill it with alcohol. If you feel like you're going too far, then stop. Isn't it interesting about the... Do you remember the commercial, the Alka-Seltzer? They have a Christmas Alka-Seltzer commercial where they're, the guy's like, I don't know what he's even doing, but it, he, I just remember he's somehow you know, sledding down a hill or something. If, if, if one of the most memorable commercials is Coca-Cola and, um, and Alka-Seltzer on the Christmas holiday, that might be telling us something. Moderation I, I, is the rule. Yes. I think so. Love it. Good. What are some more rules, some more ideas? The next one, which we've already touched upon, is to try not to expect the ideal holiday because nobody has it. And be happy. I know it's difficult, but be happy with what you have. Be happy with the family that you're with. And anything that you can glean from that is a bonus because it might not be something that you get at other times of year. Mm Mm-hmm. And if it's, you know, if it's difficult, I think there are so many families out there that are having economic difficulties these days. Yeah. Try not to feel guilty or that you're, the expectation is that you have to one-up your sister or your cousin. Right. That what is manageable for you is just fine. And that's just as important of a gift to give your family as to knock it out of the park and have some incredible, um, you know, image of a perfect holiday. What might be just as valuable is this was a really tough year. Dad had lost his job. Mom started working in this one place and we made it. And that was one of our greatest memories as we, we spent more time together, more time talking than purchasing. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, You can turn it into be realistic, but you can turn it into something very special just by, recognize just by being in the holiday right instead of into everything else around the holiday and i think it's a great teaching moment for kids about yeah. what the holiday is about it's 
it's not really about presence. That's no. how it started. Yeah. It's about time together and giving um, and, and not so much receiving. So yeah. if there are times of struggles, it's a great teaching moment for our kids. My favorite Christmas card, you always see the beautiful ones where all the family, wow, they've like got little halos and glows around and they're like, what a beautiful family. My favorite are the ones where the kids are tearing each other apart, people are crying, <laughs> everyone's laughing, and it, you know it's just, yep, take that one, that'll do. Right. That <laughs> is so real that it's it's just, let's, maybe that's what we could start doing for each other too. By being realistic, you allow everyone else to just relax. Exactly. Exactly. We don't keep perpetuating this myth of perfect holiday. Right. And think about what people write in their holiday cards. Some people write a history of their year, and of course it's the top memorable moments. Yeah. And you may feel, what was my year like? Yeah. My um, boy, my year was a mess. Exactly. You wouldn't have made the top ten of some. Your year's so bad. Yeah, that's, it's so, so real. Give us one more. We have about 30 seconds, then we'll take another break. To stay connected, um, make sure you spend time with people, friends, family who value you. At this time of all these, you know, um, uh, um, expectations and all of these things that we have to go to parties, make sure you leave time to touch base with a really good friend who you're going to be able to sit with and chat with to a loved one that may be in the hospital or a senior residence. Just stay connected with the people who make you feel good and who you feel good about seeing. I love that. Because at every party you go to, there's there's still the one person, the cousin or whatever, that you really relate to and you feel better with. You can go glom onto them. Uh-huh. You don't oh, need absolutely. to touch them all and go get – I mean, go where you're safe. Go yeah. where you're loved. I like that especially at the holidays. We are talking um, with Linda Walter, who's a, who's a therapist, and she's walking us through her practical tips to help us uh, celebrate and survive through the holidays. We'll be right back. More tips, more tools when we come back. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on BYU Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend. Today, we're talking holiday stress. Uh, This is the second hour. Now, some people out there, we don't know who they are, uh, but they get stressed over over the holidays. We've already had our Christmas party today, celebrated with a meal. I brought in a meal for the gang. You know, Sky Boy, who's constantly complaining about, hey, you never bring in food. And I bring in food, and then what do you say? Do you remember what you said, Sky? I said this is very delicious, except I was expecting pork and beans, yeah. not whatever kind of beans these are. Yeah, but you still ate every bean. I still ate them all. Which, honestly, the whole time I'm thinking, <laughs> not good. This is not good. Um, anyway, but so that's why it's stressful, because I thought we delivered exactly the perfect meal. But you still complain. <laughs> I can't do anything right for you. Matt, that wasn't on you, though. That's that was, that that was Bryce's fault. fault. That wasn't either Bryce's fault. I mean, I, I ordered the beans. I picked the beans. You spilled the beans. The fault is the restaurant's fault for having those beans in the first place. Yeah, why are they not more pork and beans? 
What were they, like smoked beans or something? I didn't taste Yeah, them. it was like smoked refried beans that... It was like chili without the flavor and the meat was, and everything else. It was just a bit watery. It was I pretty like. watery. I love water beans. <laughs> Sounds yummy. They weren't terrible. They, they just weren't, you know. I didn't taste them, but you both ate them, so I'm thinking... Oh, we're hungry. Oh, no, hungry. you added other sauces to oh, yeah, <laughs> I, vinegar. I, I added the barbecue sauce, which we're pretty sure is nine parts of vinegar. <laughs> See, my joy does not come in the, in the eating of the meal. My joy came in watching you guys eat. Yeah. That sounds like something a skinny person would say. <laughs> Are you saying I'm not skinny? No, I'm just saying. You're saying hypothetically. Um, I'm digging a hole here. Yep. There's a time he's, he's, he's just not skinny. Shut your mouth. <laughs> you just shut it. Did you say I'm not skinny? Yeah. See, and you're, then you're. This is we're going to talk to our counselor. You, about you've this. got a healthy proportion to you. Proportion. I'm thinking okay. portion as in like... Yeah, he, I thought he said portion. Portion, which anyway. also the root of the word portly. <laughs> um, uh, and port of like Los Angeles. I was thinking, I was which thinking, is very big. I was in Gulf of Mexico. Well, yeah. It's like North America's big port. Well, and then the port that they put in when you get like heart surgery after you've eaten too much and you're dying. There's a They put a port in to put drugs in. See, the root of your word was rude. Not to mention your delivery, your timing, and where your eyes went when you said it. <laughs> rude, rude, rude. Well, and now and then and now I'm stressed. But you're exercising, so you're doing something about it. Yeah, but when I said I was exercising, you guffawed. You laughed. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, there it goes again. <laughs> Honestly, this is why you drive me crazy. Are we going to have a fight the day before I have to let you go for a semester? After the show, we can take it to the parking lot. Okay, I'll meet you by the flagpole. All right. Where's the flagpole? I don't know. Do we have a flagpole? Will you, will you be looking? I'll go Look find the, the flagpole. flagpole. Call me. Call you. Give me the GPS Give you coordinates. the directions. We'll meet there. We'll meet there. For the fight. <sighs> anyway, whatever. Linda Walter's on the phone. She is going. She's a counselor, so we need her desperately. That was just a simple little example of how quickly it can go bad. If we're not careful. So Linda's joining us. Linda got her master's degree in social work from the University of Maryland. She's also been in private practice for over 25 years, supervises other therapists, is a trainer in strategic therapy, is a blogger on Psychology Today, one of our favorite sites. Go to lindawaltercounseling.com and you can learn more of, of these wonderful ideas. She's giving us the tips for surviving the holidays. Linda, did you hear all of that? Yes, and that was such a perfect microcosm of I know. what happens. This is it. I've been living yes. with this kid for years. <laughs> and he's just he's kind of like a spoiled little boy that doesn't get how much his father has given him. And I'm not even his father. <laughs> anyway, whatever. <laughs> whatever. So we're going to your rules. You've been giving us a list of very practical, helpful tips to make it through the holidays. These are things you should be thinking about. Try to keep uh, in your regular routine. Think moderation. Be realistic. Don't go for the ideal. Just go for the real, for heaven's sakes. Stay connected, especially to the people that value you. What are some more? What, what else have you got for us? Okay, so the next one is not easy, but try to throw guilt out the window. Yeah. Why do they we know? have it anyway? Yeah, it's such, it's really a useless emotion. It gives. It absolutely is of no benefit for us. But And I like to, to really use this as a barometer. You know, I ask myself, 
would I tell a friend or my child to feel badly about something? Hmm. And if I wouldn't, why would I want to feel badly myself? Yeah. So, so you did eat too much. So you did say no to a friend who asked you to do something. Try not to feel guilty about it. You're oh. entitled. It's so... So I have six kids. Um, beautiful gifts from heaven, I call them. One of them's married. She's a school... She's a uh, piano teacher. I have been to a million recitals for my daughter. Love her to death. She's she makes a great career of this of being a piano teacher. So last night she calls me or texts us and says, "So, are you coming to my recital?" And I'm thinking, "Whoa, did I miss something?" She's a college student. Did I did I miss something? Um and and I'm like, "What recital? Are you performing somewhere?" And she's like, "No, for all of the kids I teach. Are you coming to the recital to watch the kids I teach?" do their performance. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no. In my head, I'm like, no. But my wife was really struggling with it. Like, oh, I want to support her. And I'm thinking, those aren't even our kids. We've been to these. But I felt guilty for not going. And maybe what I should have done is just, no, come on. I love her. I'll write her a check for something. But <laughs> I don't necessarily need to feel guilt, but we feel it so quickly, don't we? Well, and you can ask her, how important is this to you? I'm overly busy this time of year. You know I love you. You know I support you. I support everything you do. And if this is really important to you, I'll be there. But I have to tell you that it's going to be a little bit difficult for me because I have X, Y, Z to do. Mm. Then she'd say, I know, she'd say, oh, all right, don't worry about it. And then I'd still feel guilty. See, that's what you're saying is yeah. throw the guilt out the window. Yeah. She gave yeah. me an out. She also yeah. would say, well, what about next Thursday? Because I'm doing another one Thursday. There you go. Uh, she knows how to get you. She's, you know what? It's like she's my daughter. Yeah, well. Oh, well. I have a way of doing that, don't we? <laughs> throw the guilt out. Eventually, um, but you're saying, and this is interesting to hear from a therapist because a lot of people, you know, guilt's kind of a little gateway. I mean, let use it to at least understand if you need to question the moment but don't wallow in it and don't keep don't keep riding the guilt till you're dead right and guilt is really a way of wanting to go back and change what we've done mm-hmm. but we can't go back and change what we've done and so the guilt is not going to do anything for us yeah. do anything for the other person and it's not going to do anything for us that's great just useless it's it, it's a feeling without an action. So yeah. if if you don't like you connected it to an action of trying to understand my daughter more and let her understand me. Mm-hmm. But if I turn it into an action, I guess it can serve me. If I just keep it as a feeling that I wallow in, nothing's going to change. Exactly. Exactly. That's powerful. What about uh, being alone? I know that's one you talk about. Um, why shouldn't we be alone? What's wrong with being not being alone? I mean, can I just be alone? Yes, absolutely. But just don't be alone if you don't want to be alone. Yep. Then there's a weird feeling, huh? It's fine. But if you don't want to be alone and you feel like you have no place to go or you're not with your family, there are always places to volunteer. Yeah. You can go to a soup kitchen. You can visit children in group homes, elderly in various facilities. It will, people will so appreciate you and you'll feel really good about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's just not a time. If you like being alone and you want it, I applaud you. If mm-hmm. you don't, there's so many other things to do, and I applaud that as well. I remember when my parents divorced and I was younger, um, you know, I think I can't, I can't remember, but we would leave my mom to go to my dad's for a holiday event or whatever. But I remember with, I'd leave my mom, and some of those nights she'd be alone. Yeah. And I'd, I'd be, I remember thinking, oh, man. And I felt bad. So maybe, you know, as a parent, uh, get busy. Don't, don't let your kids, if you want to be alone, be alone. But if your kids are worried about you being alone, maybe do some things for the kids too, right? Like don't just sit there and wallow. Yeah, do some things for the kids or call a friend and say, you know, my kids are at their dad's house. Can I come over? Yeah. People will, this is the holidays. People will always invite you to come. Yep, and, there's, and that's what's great. It's an easy time to just show up. It, yes, and sometimes people won't think to invite you, and it's okay. I never mind if somebody calls me and says, can I come over? Yeah. Absolutely. You want to be with people? Come on over. Yeah, and I guess, too, don't be offended if they don't invite you. Yeah, because people are so caught up in their own stuff that they sometimes just forget. Right. It's not, it's not meaningful at all. They just forget. It's a great rule. What are some more? What, what else? Uh, what are some more practical tips for de-stressing during the holidays? Focus on today, not yesterday. So we just talked about divorce. Try not to focus on the relationship and the marriage and, and what you're missing and what could have been and you think should have been. Try not to focus on people who, who you've lost due to death. Try to remember the good times. Remember fond memories of them so that you're not caught up in the sorrow. Love that. I mean, because today's the only day you got to live. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, right now is guaranteed. It's yours. Exactly. And so you want to make it about the here and now. You want to make it about today and tomorrow. Yeah. And I guess if you're going to celebrate, if you're going to go back, I, you said, like, celebrate the joy, the good, the beauty, the... The gifts, yes. Not just the not just the sorrow, right? Exactly, because the the beauty of that relationship and the beauty of the interactions you had with them are what's going to keep you going. Yeah, it's just so wonderful to to be able to remember that. We're not very good at being in today, are we? No. Even right now, that's probably what causes so much of the stress is because we're all we're all anticipating, you know, six days from now. Um, a while from now, and it, in in the re, in reality, why don't you live today? Yeah, exactly. It's how I actually do my private practice. How I how I work in therapy. Let's not. We don't have to go over everything that's happened. Yeah. Let's talk about from here on in how we're going to make life better for you. Love that. Uh, what others? Any other rules you got for us? Well, we also talked about just say no. Oh boy. If you feel overscheduled. Um, and so as a therapist, you're saying we can say no. Absolutely. Start saying it, kids. Uh, the therapist has concluded it's good, to, it's good health. Yes. If you are going to be overstressed, don't do it. Listen yeah. to your body and what you need. And you need to, we all need to learn how to take care of ourselves better. So true. Say no. Just say no. Uh, what else? Ask for help. Oh, that's so hard, We're, isn't it? Yeah, that is really hard. Absolutely. 
if you, you know, need help with shopping or cooking or decorating, ask people to help you. And don't be insulted if they say no, because maybe they've also heard this radio show. Right. <laughs> so now, now everyone's out there saying no. no. Right. Everybody's out there saying no. <laughs> yeah, it's really important. You know, people feel good when you ask them. Yeah. They feel special that you've chosen them to ask. And if they have the time, I bet they'll be thrilled. That's so true. And and again, um, it, it builds, you know, getting someone else to help you gives them a chance to serve you, which creates good feelings. Yes. And then everyone benefits. I mean, as an example, I, I, I've been homesick in bed for three days. I haven't asked anybody for help. And I finally called a friend this morning and I said, could you bring me some Gatorade? And she came with Gatorade and tulips in. Oh, and wow. I, I bet it made her feel so good totally. about herself, and it made me feel special. You called. I mean, yeah, you called yeah. me. Oh, I'm your Gatorade girl. Great. There you go. There you go. That's huge. Love that. Uh, what's your last rule? Be good to yourself. What does and that mean? That's what, my, that's what my doctor keeps telling me to do. Yeah, do what feels good for you. You do it for other people. Do it for you. If you're going to buy somebody a gift certificate for a massage for the holidays, buy two and give yourself one. That's great. If you're going to tell, you know, your your guest to go out and take a nice walk because you're going to stay home and cook, put the cooking aside and go out for a walk with them. And when you come back, say, okay, now we all need to dig in. Love it. Be good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what about this? It seems like, you know, um, the stress is there, but when the holiday goes away, it seems like there's sometimes this big void of, you know, how do we combat the post-holiday blues? Well, you know, there's such a change in schedule post-holidays. Yeah. Now it's game on. Here we go. Yeah. We're so busy. We're just moving and moving during the holidays with dinners and and parties and whatnot. And then all of a sudden January comes along. And for those of us in cold climates, it's gloomy and dark. And all of a sudden your social life has gone from 100 to zero. (laughs) Right. And so get reinvolved with things. You know, if you've, if you've let some of your hobbies or some of your classes or your exercising fall during the holidays, start back up in it. Yeah. That might be a good time to take a break, though, too, right? Like, like not start anything. Maybe just get caught up. Get healthy. Get, yeah. Get your feet back. Start sleeping regularly again. Yeah, back start in the routine. Regularly again. Start, you know, go out to lunch with a friend and either have a postmortem and laugh about the holidays. Right. I, I love what your next segment is going to be. Yeah. Or get some support for what might have been difficult for you. I love that. And, and yeah, and, and learn. I mean, that could even set you up for a better year next year. Absolutely. That's cool. Absolutely. Most of us just, and, we're so exhausted, we like, ugh. Yeah. And I don't want to make it seem like the holidays are... No, they're not. This is yeah, a good time. some people, it's difficult. Yeah. No, it really is. What's the and, one rule? You know, if you give us one rule... What? I'm sorry? Uh, give us one rule. We have to, we have to wrap up the, the segment, but give us one rule. If you had to think of one thing, Linda, that uh, is, is the biggest thing that you found makes a difference for us during the holidays, to, to de-stress... But really, to make sure we're 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 feeling the power of the season, what what would you say that one rule is? 
I'd say take care of yourself like you take care of the people you love. Great. on that list. Yeah. Take care of yourself. It's a, yeah, yeah. Love yourself like you do everyone else. Do what you can to take care of you because you do it for others. Beautiful. Good work, Linda. And uh, again, people can go to the website, lindawaltercounseling.com. Wonderful insights there. Uh, you know, blog, FAQs, frequently asked questions, information on common issues. Go check it out. Again, Linda, thank you for your insight. So appreciate it. Thanks, Matt. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you as well. There you go. The holiday de-stress. This is uh, the Matt Townsend Show. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back and uh, we're going to keep getting into a bunch of great stuff. Funny Christmas disasters, some more uh, shopping and eating tips as we go through the holidays. And, uh, you know, Kim Giles is going to be joining us. The guru, the life coach extraordinaire. This is the Matt Townsend Show right here on BYU Radio. Happy holidays, everybody. The Matt Townsend Show here. <sighs> Holiday tips. We're going to wrap up. Um, we've got some great advice from just the crew here. Nobody knows holidays better than my team. We are practical. Mm, except for experts. a lot of other experts. But uh, Merritt has been putting together a little bit a little bit of a list here for holiday tips, shopping, yeah. eating tips. Yeah. What are they? things. These are straight about. from Idaho. From Idaho. My life experience. Life experiences. Give us a few. Okay. Uh, I do have a few. Let's One go. of them, I just went holiday shopping um, oh. last weekend. Was it, was Here's it? my first tip. Yeah. Don't go holiday shopping on the weekends. <laughs> what? That's what the internet's for. Do it Monday morning. It's like eight. I promise you it will be better than fighting the crowds. Yeah. Crowds yeah. are hard. Yeah. It's rough. So plan a better time than the the boom of the hol- of the weekend. Because mm-hmm. everyone's down there to go to eat and they have their parties and lots yes. of people are down well, there. Well, and see, because it's not just shopping, which I was like, man, this kind of before Christmas. I mean, it was a few few weeks out from Christmas. Yeah. We're good. I have some time. But I went and it's it's not just that people are shopping for Christmas stuff. It's that there are Christmas events at the mall and yeah. Santa's there and, and choirs have to do their and, mandatory uh, song. Yeah. That's why, nice. you know where you go? Because that's when you go to a mall. See, when I was shopping for Sky. Um, Did you go to the Sky Mall? Oh! oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Okay. <laughs> he says something that corny. That's a dad joke. He pulls out a dad joke and he gets the laugh track. And you know what? It was I do so... it twenty times a day and I get nothing. It was so bad it crushed it crashed our computer. So emergency. That's we are <laughs> well, the show now has Sky's floundering. But when I went to buy Sky's present, I didn't see crowds. There weren't there weren't there weren't crowds at seven eleven. Well you uh, I was about to say. Look there wasn't here's, one here's my... there was one guy, but I don't know that uh, I, I don't I think he was asleep <laughs> on the floor. Here's another thing. Uh you can this is my new technique which i've taught myself you can go to the stores and you can look at things it's kind of i'm a visual um kind of Shopper. texture person You've got to like get i want to see it, it. I wanna, yeah. you know but always check amazon 
See, that's the yeah. best. Always, always, just always check, check Amazon. Amazon. Preferably, you have a smartphone. I actually called my mother. I don't have a smartphone. Really? I have a very, very dumb phone. Struggling to live phone. I think it's dead right now. Maybe anyway. that's what you're going to get for Christmas. I hope so. That did would you be ask nice. for that? I did. It'll happen. Anyway, your parents love you. But yeah. So, so, your, check so the advice though is check time, Amazon first. Well, see, if you need to go shopping to get ideas, you can go there and then you get ideas. But always check Amazon before you buy anything because half the time it's a lot cheaper. And then if you order over like 25 bucks, you get free shipping anyway. Then you can go to Best Buy and look at it. Yeah. And then go go back and buy it at Amazon. Amazon. That sounds sad for Best Buy, but yeah. Good for Amazon. Good, great advice. (laughs) What other shopping tips? Um, Shopping tips. I don't have a bunch of other shopping sky Don't, gave me one here's one okay. Oh, okay well sky gave me one don't wear heels high heels when you're shopping that is a problem i've done that before right wear the hurts. proper footwear yeah i went shopping after an event and then yeah yeah i learned that the hard way too yeah. it's not but it's you know what enjoyable. those heels make your legs pop. i looked really good yeah they totally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um uh, here's my shopping tip i don't like shopping I don't. I don't. And then I get ang- – I'm not angry, but I get frustrated because I can't – I don't want to walk all night. It drives me crazy. So short increments, one maybe one minute. No, not one minute shopping. One hour. One hour. Well, here's another one. Right now, you can get gift buying apps. So you don't even have to go shopping. You can just like go to an app yeah. and then they'll have lists for like this is what you should get for this type of person. Love and that. then you go through that and you can buy it right on the app. And then just go right into the store. Boom. Buy it out. Yep. That's my That's way it. of doing it. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Um, here's another one. Don't ever pay for somebody to do your wrapping. Really? Yeah. Here, Why? Um, well, this is might just be my personal experience, but I like made a living. During the holidays, I could make money wrapping presents. You were a professional wrapper. I, was, I, ha- I Rap oh, I also, hey, you rap can... for us. Do a little quick rap for us. Yeah. You know, I don't have this. <laughs> I'll lay down a beat. And <laughs> no, you... no, please. Can we not I, do that? I no. can't. I'm a white girl. I really don't want to I want to hear Matt's this. beat. Is this a different oh. rapper? Can we just hear Matt's beat? <laughs> we don't need rapping. I just want to hear his beat. Um, you're not getting the beat if we're not getting the rap. Come on, Matt. Just a little rap. No. no. It's too late. Anyway. <sighs> no, but also what you can do, if you're a little bit low on money, you can creative wrapping hipster wrapping i don't know use newspapers kind yeah. of in right now we All did you that you know what plastic bags <laughs> two of them on each end boom wrapped there you go you don't know what it is no it just says walmart <laughs> on it that's kind of cheap yeah well you do what you, can. Newspaper, you can make it look nice <laughs> you, you can, can use make string the walmart bag I don't, the... I don't get the point of wrapping paper it's because it's, you unwrap it and it's a surprise. It's the surprise. That's surprise. what we're going for. Yeah. Well, that's why I think a, pa- a plastic bag's okay if, if we're going to be surprised. Well, I know, but, but I care more what's in it than what's wait, around wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Tin foil. Tin foil. You're obviously not five. I don't to think when I was five. Old, when I was five, I, I don't know. I cared more what was inside, which like is why I took it things? off so fast. Yeah. But that's part of the fun. Yeah. I don't, yeah. If my parents brought it behind their back and were just like, well, that's <laughs> you, but you're still at that stage. You're still at that stage when something goes behind your parents' back, you think it disappears. You think it disappears, <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't see it. Okay. Where did that go? It's Here's, back. Okay, another one. If you're short on money, if you're feeling crunched, yeah. see if you can trade things with people. If you... Yeah. Like, 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 let's go back to wrapping paper. If you just don't have money to wrap presents or you don't have time to wrap presents or you just hate wrapping presents... Why don't you babysit somebody else's kids Trade. or make them dinner for the night or That's a great Yeah, idea. and um you could even here's one if you have a certain skill set 
like say somebody sews and somebody else yeah. could make some cool Christmas letters or something, you can or trade flexing, that. Or flexing, like flex. I flex. I don't think that that's really a marketable skill, Matt. <laughs> Darn it. Only if you're like Christmas. That's a great idea. Like, and, 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 and if you make something, you could sell your wares or yeah. trade your wares. For- Etsy. Etsy. There you go. Yeah, don't do that. That's no. no. <laughs> but you could easily just trade. I mean, and even idea. if it's something just as simple as I hate wrapping presents, somebody else does. I'll babysit your kids instead of wrapping presents. Civilizations Happier have been everybody. doing that for years. I think it's called trade. I know. I think we We've forgot about that. that. Yeah, it's no. like we progressed you know so it's China. far that we're China. back into China comes in and the rest <laughs> of us quit trading. It used to be you that. You know what? China is a pretty cool place, though. I know it is. You it's know? a beautiful place. There you go. Okay. We just great caveat. Stuff. <laughs> uh, great stuff. We are going to... Um, that's it. I guess that's it. That's all the tips we're giving. That, that was all. Yeah. We had some had about for. eating, but we're not going to go there. No. My, but I will don't say, don't eat. let Sky eat yeah. the beans because they didn't have pork in them. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we're going to take a break. Come back with uh, Kim Giles, the universe coach. The greatest universe in the history, the greatest coach in the history of all universe, all universi. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be back right after this. Happy holidays, friends. This is the Matt Townsend Show. Dr. Matt Townsend here with the queen of all gurudom. That sounds weird. Kimberly Giles is joining us, president and founder of Clarity Point Life Coaching, popular life coach, author, speaker. She's got a book soon to be released. When's that going to be? Middle of January. Middle of January. That's all they're telling me. It's an incredible cooking book. On the, her favorite recipe. <laughs> What's the book called? It's called Choosing Clarity, The Path to Fearlessness. Ooh. Because you know that's my yeah. thing. Fearless is, is we got to get thing. out of fear. Uh, do you like the holidays? I do. Though... You were hesitant. I'm hesitant because the materialism part yeah. is definitely bothering me. See, my, that's my favorite part. Really? No, that sounds shallow. <laughs> um <laughs> This guy's like, got it. Um, yeah, I agree. It's it's too much. If if all of it, if we could just have time together, I would love the holidays. Yeah. Even even if we went and did the festivity stuff, but it's it's if the it's, shopping and it's all the consuming, and then it's the bills and the. It's all about money. Yeah, filthy lucre. Is <laughs> I think what the Bible called it. Yeah, and we all want it to be about love and our mm-hmm. relationships and the people we care about and yep. a chance to express that, but. We spend half the time shopping and yeah. Did you know uh, you may you didn't probably hear the beginning of our show China? Actually, I did. I was listening on the way down. China's to blame. Yeah. When in doubt, blame China because uh, apparently Santa is from China because all of our goods. I come heard from that. China. I've been watching the Fox News debate yes. about Santa. So it's it's Got, really glad we cleared that yeah. up on the Mad Towns. Yeah, show. that's what it takes. Just come to <laughs> come to BYU Radio and we'll fix it. Sure, Fox messed it up a little bit, but we've nailed it. Santa is from Asia. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But here's the deal. You have the, the great – by the way, and, and anybody – you got to go – Kim's – I don't even know. Thousands of articles, not thousands, but hundreds of published articles on a billion different topics. It feels that way. Kim's Kim, – <laughs> she seems young, but she's really about 80. 
You look great. Spiritually. (laughs) But you've done so much work. You've hit every topic on earth. So here's what I want to know. When the guru who, by the way, was named by Good Morning America in 2010 as one of the top 20 advice gurus in the country, when one of the top 20 advice gurus in the country is going to give a gift, if there's one gift to give, and it can't be my book, Starve Stuff, (laughs) um, Feeding the Seven Basic Needs of Healthy Relationships, if it can't be that book, what is the gift? What's the one gift that is the, the gift to give? Forgiveness. And I'll explain. Please. Because I really think if you want to give something that's the most meaningful thing you could give everybody in your world and give it to yourself yeah. too, is let all the past go, start over fresh, clean Flush, slate. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Now, I think it's such an amazing gift because a lot of people really struggle with it. It's not easy to do. Mm-mm. I say a lot of people, all of, us, all of us, it is not easy to do. And I found over the years of wrestling with this, that the way you look at these issues, these people that have offended you or hurt you in the past or mistakes you've made, nothing's going to change if you keep looking at them the same way you yeah. always have. Oh, yeah. The only way forgiveness becomes easier is if we can turn and look at these situations from a totally fresh, different perspective that will just change how you feel about it. Okay, so when you you say that, every client comes through my mind, just like that, sounds just like that. And here's what I hear. What, What if they don't, what if they don't deserve forgiveness? What if they keep doing their stupid little thing that they do and then they say they're sorry? But so am I supposed to forgive somebody that really hasn't changed? Well, that's the problem is that in the past, people have thought about forgiveness in terms of first, I condemn you for doing this thing. And then out of the goodness of my heart, I'm going to try to pardon that. But you're still guilty. But I'm just going to be nice and pardon you from it. And that really never works because we're still holding on to the fact that you really were guilty. Well, it's not your job. You're not the judge. <laughs> so we put ourselves in this role like, I will now punish you. I will shun you for six months. Then I will slowly or emotionally. six yeah, years yeah. or six decades sometimes. But I guess that's what you're saying is this, this present, maybe, this, maybe the forgiveness present isn't for everyone else. Oh, no. It's for, it's for you. But it's for everybody else, too. And yeah. if you can't give it to them, you don't get it for yourself. Yeah. You can give it too, and they may not. They may not be able to forgive themselves either. Right? You can. I can forgive you. I know you. I, this is a client I could hear. That the husband has an affair, and so the wife finally has that change and is willing to just literally forgive him and let it go. Mm-hmm. And she lets it go, but he still can't forgive himself. So, but that's okay, not his so, job. That's not her job anymore. She's no, done her work. But all of us, our job is to make sure we're seeing situations, people, and ourselves accurately. Yeah. And, and the reason my book's called Choosing Clarity yeah. is I really believe fear fogs up the oh, way yeah. you see, right. and you don't see these situations accurately no. at all. And you've got to understand a couple things. Number one is anytime you're upset at another person, 50% of the problem here is you. Oh, please. Always is, and I know no one likes to hear that, but... Yeah. You choose to be upset, and part of the reason is that, yes, this person may have said or done something mean towards you, Right. but 
it was totally your responsibility to decide how you're going to experience that. Oh, so you're blaming and me? And if you're going to take offense, yeah. and usually what happens is most of us, actually, Matt, I think all of us yeah, all are of us. battling yeah. this core fear that we're not good enough already. Yeah. We're scared to death of that. Yeah. So anything anyone says or does, which could be seen as throwing an arrow that you are, in fact, not good right. enough at me. It's hitting my own self-inflicted sore spot that I've created right. by harboring that fear that, that I might not be good enough. Yeah. And it's because I'm afraid that what you said might be true. That's what you ask That me. I get so upset. Don't you love that? Like, so is, so when, you, when they're fighting about something, so what is he saying that's accurate? And they, even though they're like a blatantly accurate thing. Like I had a lady mad because her husband couldn't tell her stuff because he goes to bars and is drinking and she doesn't believe in drinking and he can't tell he her. He can't tell her because she'll freak out and never let him live it down ever. So he can't he doesn't tell her. And so she comes in mad and he's like I can't and he goes off, I can't tell you. That's why I can't do this. And um so I I go is that true? And she's like, "Well, yeah, but he, she, he shouldn't have to tell me because he shouldn't be doing it. And then it goes back to her rationale. But there's truth, isn't there? That's what we're afraid of is, holy cow, I've become what I so didn't want to be. So I'll tell you a funny story. I wrote an article that was published on Monday entitled, No Need to Get Upset When Conflict Arises. Yeah. Okay. So it's all about the fact that anytime you get upset, you're half to blame yeah. because whatever this thing was triggered your fear of not being good enough. Right. And that's what's got you so upset. What was that it's your reception thoughts. like? Well, Did people freak out? Yeah, the comment boards. People aren't necessarily ready no. to take that on. Yeah. But this is the funny part. At 7 a.m. when my article was published on KSL, I pulled it up and the editor who'd edited it had messed it up. I mean, literally changed. put typos in that weren't there before and changed the title of a book to small, not, you know, capitalized yeah. Yeah, yeah. and changed punctuation to the wrong they messed punctuation. It up. They messed up my article. And I immediately got upset. Uh, about your article on no need to get <laughs> and upset. And I called the, I called down to KSL and I'm, somebody's got to yeah. fix this. Oh my gosh. Well, I immediately recognized. <laughs> <laughs> This experience had triggered my core fear of looking sure. bad. Yeah. And I was getting upset and it was all me. It was my fear that was That's causing so this. That's so true. That's so uh. good. See, look at that. That's back to your fear paradigm. That is that's the governing issue is we don't want we're afraid to look bad or afraid to not be enough. Well, you had two fears that were most commonly so it's the fear of loss and the fear of failure, the fear of not being good enough, what other people think of us, all of that. Yeah. I'm not good enough is the failure and the fear of loss is being taken from, mm -hmm. walked on, yeah. mistreated looking, yeah. and, in some way. And then way. looking bad because ever, someone's taking advantage of you. You look weak. Yeah. So if you're living in that fear, of course, you're going to be hurt by anything anybody says and does. Yeah. But you have the power to see yourself as bulletproof because really, if if we're going to get real, there's nothing anybody says or does that actually can diminish who you are. No. It doesn't change you. It doesn't take away. You are the same you yeah. no matter what this person did. So if Huge. I'm bulletproof, I do have the option of not even getting offended yeah. by half of this stuff because it didn't actually take away from me. No. And just because this person had an opinion of me, so yeah. what? 
Um, and so even, what? Yeah, and misguided or misenergized, mis whatever. What? Um, okay, so forgiveness though. So work that into this. How do I take? I guess so. The first idea is recognize you're of worth anyway. You own half of any grievance. Okay, so that's the first thing of seeing the situation accurately is just making sure you you recognize that half of your upset is your choice that you went there. Now, also, you've got to remember that your spouse and you are both suffering with those two core fears on a daily basis and that those fears are what created this person's bad behavior, whoever it was, whatever, all bad behavior, if you really look behind it, it's because they were scared. They were scared they're going to be taken from or walked on or they were scared that some way they're not enough and they had to be defensive or attack you. And one of the things we commonly do when we feel we might not be enough is we cast other people's the bad guy. Yes, we have to. We have to because if I make them the bad guy and I focus on that enough by default – that right. makes me the good guy, I, that's, which that's really it. isn't accurate. It's not real. I, that's like the wizard in The Wizard of Oz where look at the great wizard and look at – everyone was looking at the screen. But really this, there's some guy – just some scrawny little old man pulling the levers behind the scene. Totally. And we're afraid of being discovered. Like, ah. So everybody look at the wizard. Look at the smoke. Yeah. Be distracted. I'm going to complain and yeah. blame and focus on yeah. the, any bad I can see in you. And there's a wizard. Yeah. And don't you think most married couples, there's this little – game going on oh, yeah. about who treats who worse. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking yeah. for any oh, yeah. there it is. mistreatment. There it is. See? Yeah. See? You don't even love me. You don't care about me. I got proof of it. Yeah. Why do we do that? That doesn't help us no. on no. any level. The minute you're keeping score, you're dead. Right? You're I mean, in trouble. You're, you're sliding. Okay. So Huge. if we're going to see each other accurately, there are no good guys and bad guys. There are two struggling, scared <laughs> students in the classroom yeah. of life doing the best they can with what they know. Yeah. And we're both blind and stupid a lot of the time. Love it. No white hats, no black hats, just a bunch of gray hats. Scrawny student gray hats. <laughs> that sounds bad. But yeah, yeah, love it. Okay, so we're the same. This is the greatest gift you're telling. You're teaching us how to give the greatest gift is what you're teaching us. I, I it's hope It's complicated, to. but it's It's complicated, good. but you have to see... You and your spouse or your, this person you're mad at, whoever it is, accurately, that you're both doing the best you can, but you're scared and that that's what's behind all the bad behavior. Then, you know, every time I'm on the call, we like to talk about how really you can't be not good enough. Right, right. The thing you're most afraid of isn't even real. Right, right. Because you're good enough already. Yeah. Who? How exactly who you are right now, you're perfect. You're fine. Relax. <laughs> And if life is a classroom, not a test, your value is not on the line. You're here to learn and grow. And you're always right on track in your process of learning and growing. And so I often use my diamond analogy that your value is – Just like a diamond. A diamond has its own value. And the value never changes. mm -hmm. The setting setting, setting can improve the value of the setting, but the diamond is its value. the same value. Yeah. Yeah. And and you've got to know that because that's what makes you bulletproof. Right. That no matter what anybody says, no matter how many dumb mistakes I made in my yeah. past, and I've made a lot of them, they were lessons. They didn't diminish my value. They don't change who I am. It's huge. And we are each responsible for our own self-esteem. We cannot expect anybody else to give that to us. No. You have to be the one that knows your value is safe. 
You're bulletproof. You're good enough all the time. Now that's great, but so is this person you're mad at.、Yeah. Their value is a perfect diamond right, that's value never changes.、Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're the same. And we really have a tendency to see other people as different、yeah. than us. Well, yeah, we, yeah, we, we are, we, our intentions are good. We're not evil. No, none of us、they're, are. But I mean, they are. But they're the bad guy. They're the black hat, right? Yeah. So this is the bottom line. Okay. You've got to decide how you're going to see yourself and other people, generally in the world. Are you going to choose a mindset of judgment and criticism, and and looking for fault and、right. condemning them and other people, and and that's going to be your mindset. And if you do choose that mindset towards other people, and you hold on to those offenses to keep to make them guilty, so that you can feel like you're the、yeah. good guy. If you choose that, you need to understand. What happens in your subconscious mind when you live in that mindset is it comes back to you, and、you're、you will also、bit. feel like you're never good enough. You'll、yeah. be afraid of judgment in everybody. Well, because you're not improving. If if I have to have you be the bad one, then I'm not improving my condition, which is the real problem. My my real root problem is me. So if I'm always framing everyone else as the problem, I'm never working on me. I and which means eventually. It's going to bite me. Yeah, but you're also saying that this guy that I'm mad at is not an irreplaceable diamond.、Right. He's not a student in the classroom of、right. life. He failed. He deserves、yeah. to be punished. And if that's how you're going to see him, you、yeah. will also subconsciously doubt your own value. Well, you married this dude. You will. You will feel <laughs>、right. not good enough. That's right. So that this is why forgiveness is the most valuable gift you can give other people, because you get what you give. Yeah. So when I decide to let them all be innocent students in the classroom of life, dumb, yeah, not horrible,、sure. evil, mean parents, but just students suffering from problems, not、scared. fully getting it, broken, scared, yeah, in need of more education, yeah, because really everybody who wrongs you wronged you because they're blind and dumb right, and. and、yeah. And scared, and they were wronged, and we. So that's what's neat about this. We've all got someone to blame, but your model says. Just own it. But you got you do this for them and for、yeah. yourself because you're going to get what you give, and and I've had to work this through no, this on my own because I've had people、yeah. in my world that I've held on. Well, especially when there was a real grievance when they did something really horrible, or even and 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 intentional. Oh yeah. So, but it can still be intentional and horrible, and they're still just scared. Students in the classroom、yeah. of life, so I finally realized that I let them have the slate washed clean. Yeah, I let them be struggling, scared students in the classroom of life whose value is the same no matter what. Yeah, and I do it partly for me. Right, because the more I give it to everybody in my world, the better I feel about myself. And and I've had to test this、oh, in、yeah. my own life. Yeah, and it's worked. You feel better and better about your own value the more that you give goodness to people instead of、right. giving the blame and the harboring. Well, what's powerful too is、um, you break this kind of that codependent cycle where I need you to be jacked up and you need me to be jacked up, and we've both got each other to blame.、Mm-hmm. But、we、when one, but when、around. one of them flips it and it's no longer, and you really are you're at peace and forgiving, then it, it, it even forces the other. 
to see if they're going to keep telling that same story. Too. So it has the chance to influence them to change. Have you seen that with your clients too? Oh, that, it, that if even yeah, one decides instead of trying to get the love I yeah. need, I'm going to drop, put that yeah. need down and just give yeah. and just give and love. That's it. It, it turns both Everybody, around pretty fast. See, and the myth is that we, it takes both, but it might take both to create two changes, but it really only takes one to change a system. Any one of us at any time, we all know how to tick our partner off single-handedly. So if I asked you to think, think of one thing you could do that would make your partner so mad. We can think of about five. <laughs> but So that means single-handedly, by myself, I can make that person, I can set the stimulus and I know they'll react to it and we'll start that system. So if I can single-handedly tick you off, I can single-handedly start to change the system the other way. It can work both ways. Absolutely. But then they have to choose it, don't they? Then, then, but again, I, my forgiveness of you is my side. You now need to decide if you'll take it and what you're going to do with that. But my peace will still be mine. Right. And then I can still have sadness that you're not changing it. Don't you love that? Just lo- That's Christmas. It, That's the season. Is. That's the reason for the season right there. What is it if it's not that? Well, and, and we're celebrating the Savior's birth. Most right. of us are, yeah. and his whole life was about forgiveness. Right. It's about teaching it and providing well, it. And he took and... it. He stood there and just took it from these people. He had to talk to Caiaphas and Annas, Caiaphas's father-in-law, and Herod Antipas, who's like Grandpa tried to kill him, and Pontius. All these people, he could have just squashed, but he didn't. He just loved them. And, and he, didn't approach him from he fear. knows he's bulletproof yeah. because they really can't diminish. Right. They could he never had any power to diminish who he is. That's right. He'd look to God and live. See, we always kind of look to you and then I'll live. So what are you doing? with? Okay. You treat me well, then I'll treat you well. <laughs> Status quo. Re- reciprocity. But you can't. I teach revealed love instead of reciprocal love. So I should love you because it's revealed from my values and principles, not because you love me. You deserve me. it. Yeah. Either. Or you deserve it. Yeah. I love you because God taught me to love and that's what I value. So not because you earned you it. You asked that question it. at the beginning, how do we forgive someone who doesn't deserve it, who's doing it? Yeah. That's exactly what we're talking about. It doesn't matter if they deserve it. You deserve to live in the peace and joy yeah. that just comes from letting it all go because it doesn't matter. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Love it. That's right. And choosing love over fear. There Every you time it. you make that choice, things are going to go well. I love you, Sky. I forgive you for being what you are. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I, you're a good man. Merry Christmas. Let's go to break. We're going to go to break now. That was a very <laughs> moving moment. I was trying to be real, and he got all goofy um, in a loving way. I, I love you too, Matt. Thank you. Kim Giles, the guru of the universe in life coaching and fear destruction. You're helping us destroy fear, bringing yes. love to the world. Wipe fear off the planet. Let's do it. You're the fear... Annihilator. Annihilator. That's your new line. Fear Annihilator. We'll be back. I'm a superhero. You are a superhero. We'll be back with Kim Giles. Kim Giles. Fear Annihilator. We're also going to just wrap up the show, maybe telling a few of our funny Christmas disasters. That's always fun. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.
Welcome back, friends, to the Matt Townsend Show. We're wrapping up our holiday stress uh, show. And, you know, Merritt has been doing some research. If you thought you had a bad holiday or Christmas season, but yours isn't so bad. Merritt's got some real disasters. It's true. I think it's funny whenever you say research because it's <laughs> the glorified web searches. I Merit don't know. Anyway. did a Google search. <laughs> So, yeah, I have a few stories that I found on the Internet that I thought were hilarious. But when I was looking at them, I thought that probably in the moment, it probably wasn't funny at all. Not funny. Traumatic. Yeah. So here's one. Um, This particular family, every year, their grandparents gave them a fruitcake. One of the ones that's like super packaged and just gives fruitcake a bad name. Anyway, so. A fruit brick. They were doing that and. The story says that in about 1992, the article is from 2012. Keep that in mind. Wow. They found the fruitcake in the cupboard. In 1992. Yeah, but their grandparents had passed away about four years before. So it had been there for a while. Please go back with us to 1988. Yeah. So they opened it and realized that it had hardly decayed at all. (laughs) And they thought it was sweet. And so they saved it. Yeah. And to this day, they always... Like in their garage, <laughs> and they bring out the fruitcake and look at it, see what progress it's made. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not a disaster. No, it's that's pretty great. I mean, experiment. like that's like a Twinkie. <laughs> a Twinkie. Yeah, that's got some durability. I mean, you know, if germs don't want it, why would I? Yeah, really. That's though. great point. I know, but they forgot the fruitcake, which could have been sad. But Sky would now still it's try a to complete eat it. holiday tradition. If we walked in, we'd see Sky like gnawing on it. Okay, but here's my favorite one that I read, and that was that. It's a family. There are four boys and one girl. And this girl's always kind of having to fight for her spot. Of course. And she woke up one morning to find out that her brothers had spread her underclothes all over the tree. That's what they had decorated the tree with. <laughs> and she was super upset until her mom thought, told her, you could just wreak revenge on the whole thing. And anyway, so it became this whole family event. And oh, that was boy. their Christmas tree for a few days was everybody... <laughs> Hello. Putting their clothes on Hello, the tree. Pastor. Yes, that is our Christmas tree. <laughs> that is. Our kids kind of got out of hand. Yes. So that's okay. So are you suggesting we do that? No. But okay. you know what? You can if you're upset, you can turn it around. But that's it a great way to do it. Yeah. Wow. Then let's just take Kim's advice. Forgive. Right, Kim? Yeah. Forgive. Forgive. Even if they put your underwear on the tree. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. It's just underwear. Hey, thanks for joining us, folks. We'll be back again tomorrow. Uh, Merritt won't. She's off to uh, hit the slopes of Idaho or something like that. And, uh, again, I'll be back with the gang. We'll have the grand finale show for Skyboy and Bryce James Tobin tomorrow. This is the Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.